0: Testament of Reuben Concerning Thoughts Chapter 1 Reuben's Sin The copy of the Testament of Reuben and what things he charged his sons before he died in the 125th year of his life. When he was sick, two years after the death of Joseph, his sons and grandsons gathered together to visit him. He told them, My children, I am dying, and will go to my fathers." When he saw there Judah, Gad, and Asher, his brothers, he said to them, Raise me up so I can tell you and my children what is in my heart. They got him up, then he kissed them and said tearfully, Listen to me, your father, and follow my commands. I call the God of heaven to witness my words to you. Do not walk in the ignorance of youth and fornication like I did. I defiled the bed of my father, Jacob. For this, God gave me a disease in my loins that lasted seven months. If Jacob, our father, had not prayed for me, I know I would have died. I was thirty years old when I sinned in the sight of the Lord, and for seven months I was deathly sick, and I repented for seven years, purposing in my heart before the Lord not to drink wine or strong drink, nor eat meat or pleasant food, mourning over my sin. Such a great sin should never be seen in Israel. Chapter 2 The Eight Gifts Still Quoting Reuben Learn this lesson, my children. The time of my repentance has taught me that every man is born with eight gifts from God. But Belial twists them into seven errors, which are mainly done in youth. Number 1. Life, by which man's whole being is created. Number 2. Sight, which arouses desire. Gift number three, hearing, which brings learning. Gift number four, smell and taste, which is given by breath. Number five, speech, which brings knowledge. Number six, taste, which turns food and drink into strength. Number seven, reproduction and sexual desire with which, through love of pleasure, sin also enters in. Therefore it is the last in order of creation, and the first of youth, because it is filled with ignorance, which leads the young, as a blind man, to a pit. And gift number eight, dreams, which create entrancement of man's nature, and the image of death. Chapter 3 The Eight Sins Quote When these eight gifts are mingled with error, they create, one, fornication, which dwells in our nature and senses. Number two, gluttony and drunkenness. Number three, fighting in the liver and the gall. Number four, deceit and trickery, that through over-aggressiveness a man may seem fair. Number five, arrogance, that a man may be stirred up and become high-minded. Number six, lying with jealousy, to deceive or hide the truth. Number seven, injustice, which brings theft, when combined with other errors, brings craft. And number eight, dreams with error and fantasy, which destroys a young man by darkening his mind from truth, God's law, and the warnings of his fathers. My children love truth and it will preserve you. Listen to my counsel. Do not take a woman just for her outward beauty. Privately associate with a married woman, or meddle in a woman's affairs. For if I had not seen Bilha bathing in a private place, I would not have committed this great sin. I could not stop seeing her nakedness in my mind. I couldn't sleep. I just had to have her. So when Jacob and Isaac went away, and we were at Gator, near Bethlehem Ephrathah, Bilhah was drunk, and asleep naked in her tent. I went into her tent, and saw her lying naked. I committed the sin, then left her lying there, asleep. An angel of God revealed my sin to my father Jacob, and he came and mourned over me, and touched her no more. CHAPTER 4 FORNICATION Pay no attention to the beautiful women, and do not even be involved with them, but walk with the Lord with a pure heart and in fear. Work, study, and focus on your flocks until the Lord gives you the wife He wants you to have, so that you will not suffer as I did. Until my father's death I was never bold enough to look him in the eye. OR STAND UP TO MY BROTHERS BECAUSE OF MY REPROACH. EVEN NOW MY CONSCIENCE BOTHERS ME BECAUSE OF MY SIN. MY FATHER FORGAVE ME. HE PRAYED FOR MY FORGIVENESS AND HEALING. FROM THAT POINT ON, I WAS PROTECTED, AND I NEVER COMMITTED THAT SIN AGAIN. THEREFORE, MY CHILDREN, OBSERVE ALL MY COMMANDS, AND YOU WILL NOT FALL INTO SIN. Fornication destroys the soul, separates you from God, and entices you into idolatry because it deceives your mind and understanding and will lead you to hell before your time. Belial has destroyed many through fornication. Even noble elderly men have ruined their lives because of it. Joseph kept himself from every woman, and purged his thoughts from all fornication. He found favor before the Lord and men. For the Egyptian woman did many things unto him, and called for magicians, and offered him love potions. But he purposed in his soul not to allow the evil desire. Therefore God kept him from death. If fornication does not overcome your mind— Neither will Belial overcome you. Chapter 5 Modest Dress My children, ungodly women, hurt you, not by strength, but by subtle enticement. They hide who they really are and make you see what they want you to see. They cannot overcome you by strength, so they overcome you by craft an angel of God, told me that fornication overcomes ungodly women more than men. They devise schemes to seduce men. They deceive a man's mind through their adornment, instill poison by the glance of their eye, and capture him by their actions. Therefore flee fornication, my children, Command your wives and daughters do not adorn their heads and faces, because every woman who acts deceitfully in these things is destined for everlasting punishment. This is how they seduced the watchers before the flood. They appeared constantly in their presence this way until the watchers fell for them. They changed their form into that of men and came to the women. The ungodly women planned for this to happen because they desired heavenly husbands. Then they gave birth to Nephilim. Chapter 6 Levi's Priesthood Beware of fornication, and if you wish to have a pure mind, guard your senses against every woman. Command your wives and daughters not to keep company with men, so that they will also keep their minds pure. Courtship. Even if they do not fornicate, constant meetings are an incurable disease to women and an everlasting reproach of Belial to men. He who is wise and godly will not fall into fornication, neither will he who controls his desires fall into jealousy. Therefore you will be jealous against the sons of Levi and will seek to be exalted over them, but you will fail, because God... Avenge them. You will die an evil death, for the Lord made Levi, Judah, Dan, Joseph, and me rulers over you. Therefore I command you to obey Levi, because he will know the law of the Lord, and will create ordinances for judgment and sacrifice for all Israel until the time of Messiah, the high priest whom the Lord has declared. I adjure you by the God of heaven to be truthful to each other and humbly submit to Levi that you may receive his blessing for he will bless Israel and specially Judah because the Lord chose him to rule over all the people. We will worship his seed because he will die for us in wars visible and invisible and will be among you an everlasting Chapter 7 Reuben's Death Reuben died after giving these commands to his sons, and they placed him in a coffin until they brought him up from Egypt and buried him in Hebron, in the double cave where his fathers are. Commentary Reuben 6 gives a prophecy that Levi— would obtain the priesthood until the Messiah arises from the tribe of Judah. This Messiah will be a man, but also God, incarnate. He will die for us, and yet rule forever. He will be worshipped as God, incarnate, by all true believers. The Apostle Paul described a law which was added until Messiah came in Galatians three sixteen and 17. Reuben teaches here that the, quote, temporary law was that which was the ordinances for judgment and sacrifice created by Levi and the priesthood. TESTAMENT OF SIMEON CONCERNING ENVY CHAPTER 1 SIMEON The copies of the words of Simeon, what things he spoke to his sons before he died in the hundred and twentieth year of his life, in the year in which Joseph died. FOR THEY CAME TO VISIT HIM WHEN HE WAS SICK, AND HE STRENGTHENED HIMSELF, AND SAT UP AND KISSED THEM, AND SAID TO THEM, CHAPTER 2 SIMEON'S HEART Listen, my children, to what is on my heart. I was Jacob's second son. My mother Leah called me Simeon, because the Lord heard her prayer. I became very strong. I took unnecessary risks, because I was afraid of nothing. I allowed myself to become hard-hearted, stubborn, and uncompassionate because the Most High endowed me with bravery. I became jealous of my brother Joseph simply because my father loved him. I allowed the Prince of Deceit to overwhelm my mind with jealousy that I decided to kill my own brother. I never once thought about how it would affect my father, Jacob. God delivered him from me. When I went to buy ointment for the flock and Reuben went to Dotham for other supplies, our brother Judah sold him to the Ishmaelites. Reuben was grieved, for he wished to restore Joseph safe to his father.
1: Footnote M, Genesis thirty-seven twenty-two and 29, and chapter 42, verse 22.
0: But I was furious with Judah because he let Joseph live. I was so wrathful I plotted against Judah and God punished me. I lost the use of my right hand. That brought me to my senses, and I repented for seven days. I prayed that the Lord would restore the use of my hand and keep me from falling back into the sin of envy and all foolishness. I knew this was the punishment for my envy against my brother Joseph. Chapter three Flee Envy. My children, guard yourselves against the deceit of envy. It takes over your mind so that you cannot eat, drink, or do any good. Envy destroys the one who envies, but the one who is envied always flourishes. After praying and fasting, I realized envy is only overcome by the fear of God. If you flee to the Lord, envy ceases and your mind rests. You are able to sympathize with the one you envied and become one of those who love him. CHAPTER Four: AVOID JEALOUSY AND ENVY When we went down into Egypt, and he bound me as a spy, I knew that I deserved it, and I did not grieve. Joseph was a good man, and had the Spirit of God within him. Compassionate and pitiful, he did not bear any malice against me. He loved me and the rest of his brothers. My children, avoid all jealousy and envy. Live a devoted life, with a good heart, so that God will bless you, like he did Joseph. Joseph never brought up the incident. Instead, he loved us and gave us great riches. Love each other and forsake envy, because it ruins both the soul and body. It turns anger to war and puts you in a frenzy, so that you cannot sleep. It destroys your wisdom gnaws at your soul stresses the body and brings confusion you actually begin to look like your body has been poisoned chapter 5 be righteous and study prophecy joseph was so good looking because he did not poison his body with wicked intentions you can always see this in a person's face MY CHILDREN, BE RIGHTEOUS BEFORE GOD, AND YOU WILL FIND FAVOR WITH BOTH GOD AND MEN. DO NOT FORNICATE. IT IS THE MOTHER OF ALL EVILS. IT SEPARATES YOU FROM GOD AND PUSHES YOU TOWARD BELIAL. I HAVE SEEN IN THE WRITING OF ENOCH THAT YOUR SONS WILL BE CORRUPTED BY FORNICATION AND WILL ATTACK LEVI WITH THE SWORD. BUT LEVI WILL WIN THE WAR OF THE LORD AND WILL CONQUER ALL OF YOU. Levi and Judah will always produce the true kings and priests, and rule over you as our father Jacob has prophesied. Chapter 6 Prophecy Will Be Fulfilled I have foretold you all these things to make myself clear about the sin of your souls. If you forsake envy and stubbornness, you will flourish like a rose, like the cedars of Lebanon and you will be holy forever, and it will branch afar off. Then the seed of Canaan, Amalek, the Philistines,
1: footnote N, literally Cappadocians, compare Deuteronomy 2.23, LXX, and Amos 9, seven LXX,
0: the Hittites, and all the cursed seed of Ham, will perish. Then the world will rest from war, and Shem will be glorified, because the Lord God, the Mighty One of Israel, will appear upon earth as man, and save the
1: seed of Adam.
0: Then all the deceitful, wicked spirits will be trampled underfoot, and no longer rule over man. Then will I arise at the resurrection in joy and will bless the Most High, because of his marvelous works, because God hath taken a body, and eaten with men, and saved men. Chapter 7. The Messiah My children, obey Levi, and in Judah will you be redeemed. Do not rebel against these two tribes, for from them will arise the salvation of God. For the Lord will raise up from Levi as it were a priest, John the Baptist. And from Judah, as it were, a king, who is both God and man. So he will save all the Gentiles and Israel. Therefore I command you these things, in order that you also may command your children, that they may observe them throughout their generations. Chapter 8 Simeon's Death and Burial. Simeon finished speaking, and died, being a hundred and twenty years old. They laid him in a wooden coffin, and took his remains to be buried in Hebron, about the time of the Egyptian war with the Philistines. They did this secretly, because the bones of Joseph and his brothers were guarded in the treasure-house of Egypt. For the sorcerers told them that when the bones of Joseph leave Egypt, there would be such a great darkness throughout all the land that a man will not be able to see his brother, even with a lamp. Chapter 9 The Wait Till Moses The sons of Simeon mourned for their father according to the law, and they continued living in Egypt until the day of their departure by the hand of Moses. Commentary Simeon 5 teaches that Enoch predicted a civil war in Israel, and stated that Jacob was a prophet. Simeon 6 teaches that Levi has the priesthood and Judah has the kingship. In time, the Canaanites will be wiped out, and the Messiah, the God-man, will come to earth and bring salvation for all mankind. After this, the resurrection will occur. Simeon 7 also mentions that the Messiah will be both God and man. Testament of Levi concerning the priesthood and arrogance.
1: This testament contains portions which were also found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Those sections will sound like this.
0: Chapter 1. Levi The copy of the works of Levi to his sons, including his commands and prophecies. He was in good health when he called them to him, for it had been shown to him that he should die. When they were gathered together, he said to them, CHAPTER 2. LEVI'S FIRST DREAM I, Levi, was born in Haran. When I was young, my father moved us to Shechem. When I was about twenty, Simeon and I took vengeance on Hamor for our sister Dinah. One day we were feeding our flocks in Abel-Mal, and the spirit of understanding of the Lord came upon me, and I understood that all men corrupt their way and that righteousness had retreated behind walls, and iniquity ruled. I grieved for mankind, and I prayed to the Lord that I might be saved. Then I fell asleep, and I beheld a high mountain. It was Aspis Abel Maul. The heavens opened, and an angel of God said to me, Levi, enter. I traveled into the first and then into the second heaven. There was a body of water between them. When I came to the third heaven it was far brighter than the first two, and its height was without bounds. I asked the angel, Why is the third heaven brighter than the first two? The angel replied, You will see four other heavens brighter than these, without comparison. For you will stand before the Lord, be his minister, reveal the redeemer of Israel. Luke twenty four twenty one and his mysteries to men. The Lord will appear among men through you and Judah, saving them out of every race. Serving the Lord will be your portion in life. Chapter 3. Seven Heavens Explained Still quoting the angel. Listen concerning the seven heavens.
1: Footnote Q. For the Jewish idea of seven heavens, compare Clement of Alexandria, Stromata 4.7, and Paul in the third heaven in Second Corinthians 12.2.
0: The lowest is darker, because it is near all the iniquities of men. The second has fire, snow, and ice, ready for the day of the Lord, when the righteous judgment of God is poured out in vengeance on the wicked. In the third are the hosts of the armies, which are ordained for the day of judgment, to work vengeance on the spirits of deceit and of Belial. The top four heavens are holy, for in the highest of all dwells the great glory in the Holy of Holies, far above all holiness. In the sixth are the angels of the presence of the Lord, who minister and make propitiation to the Lord for all the sins of the righteous committed in ignorance. And they offer to the Lord a reasonable, sweet-smelling savor and a bloodless offering. In the fifth heaven are the angels who bear the answers to the angels of the presence of the Lord. And in the fourth heaven are thrones and dominions, in which hymns are ever offered to God. Therefore, whenever the Lord looks upon us, all of us tremble. The heavens, the earth, and the abysses tremble in the presence of His majesty. But the sons of men who do not regard these things sin and provoke the Most High. Chapter 4 Levi Forgiven and the Messiah's Coming Still quoting the angel. Understand that the Lord will execute judgment upon the sons of men, because when the rocks are rent, R, Matthew 51, the sun quenched, the waters dried up, the fire trembling, all creation troubled, the invisible spirits melting away, and the graves spoiled in the suffering of the Most High, unbelieving men will continue in their iniquity. Therefore they will be judged. Most High has heard your prayer. Your sins are forgiven, and you will become a son to him, a servant and minister of his presence. You will shine like the light of knowledge to Jacob, a son to the seed of Israel. You and your seed will be blessed until the Lord visits all the heathen in their tender mercies of his son, even forever. Nevertheless, your sons will lay hands upon him to crucify him therefore you have been given counsel and understanding to instruct your sons about him because he who blesses him will be blessed but they that curse him will perish close quote Footnote S, genesis 12:3 chapter 5 the command to destroy shechem then the angel opened the gates of heaven and I saw the holy temple, and the Most High upon a throne of glory. He said to me, Levi, I have given you the blessings of the priesthood until I will come and sojourn in the midst of Israel. Then the angel brought me to the earth, and gave me a shield and a sword, and said, Take vengeance on Shechem because of Dinah, and I will be with you because the Lord has sent me. In the dream I destroyed the sons of Hamor, like the heavenly tablets recorded that I would. I asked the angel to tell me his name, so I could call on him in the day of tribulation. He said to me, I am the angel who intercedes for the children of Israel, that he not totally destroy them, because every evil spirit attacks them. Then I awoke from the dream and blessed the Most High and the angel who intercedes for the children of Israel and all the righteous. Chapter 6 Destruction of Shechem When I came to my father, I found a brazen shield. Therefore, the name of the mountain is called Aspis. It is near Jebal, on the right side of Abilah. And I kept these things in my heart. I suggested to my father and my brother Reuben that he should bid the sons of Hamor to be circumcised. I was indignant because of the abomination which they had done in Israel. First, I killed Shechem and then Simeon killed Hamor. After that, our brothers came and attacked the city with the edge of the sword. Our father heard it and was very angry, and he was grieved that they were put to death after they were circumcised. He still blessed us, but it was a sin, because we did this without his knowledge, and he was sick all that day. But I knew that this was the proper sentence that God had passed on Shechem for they had tried to do the same thing to Sarah as they did to Dinah, our sister. But the Lord hindered them. Not only that, but they persecuted Abraham, our father, when he lived near there, by shamefully harassing his flocks, shepherds, and Jebli, his servant, who was born in his house. This is what they did to all strangers, taking away their wives by force and exiling the men. But the wrath of the Lord hit them suddenly and completely. Chapter 7. Jacob's Anger Soothed I said to my father, Sir, please do not be angry. The Lord will destroy all the Canaanites and give the entire land to your descendants. From this day forward Shechem will be called a city of those who are without understanding. For as a man mocks a fool, we mocked them, because they wrought folly in Israel by defiling our sister. We took our sister and went back to Bethel. Chapter 8 Second Vision The Three Priesthoods
1: After seventy days, while at Bethel, I dreamed again like the former dream. I saw seven men in white raiment saying to me, Arise. Footnote T,
0: Put on the robe of the priesthood, the crown of righteousness, the breastplate of understanding, the garment of truth, the diadem of faith, the crown of miracles and the effort of prophecy. Each one of them gave me one of these things. I put them on, and they said, From now on you are a priest of the Lord, you and your seed, forever. The first anointed me with holy oil, and gave to me the rod of judgment. The second washed me with pure water, and fed me with bread and wine, the most holy things, and dressed me with a holy and glorious robe. The third clothed me with a linen garment, like an ephod. The fourth put around me a purple girdle. The fifth gave me a branch of rich olive. The sixth placed a crown on my head. The seventh placed on my head a diadem of priesthood, and filled my hands with incense, so that I served as a priest to the Lord. They said to me, "'Levi, your seed will be divided into three branches.' Footnote to
1: You, Moses, Law, Aaron, Priesthood, and Jesus, Melchizedek.
0: For a sign of the glory of the Lord who is to come. The first will be he who has been faithful. No portion will be greater than his. The second will be in the priesthood. The third, a new name, will be called over him, because he will arise as king from Judah, and will establish a new priesthood after the fashion of the Gentiles, to all the Gentiles.
1: Footnote V. Noahide Law, with
0: a Noahide Melchizedekian priesthood. His appearing will be unutterable, as of an exalted prophet of the seed of Abraham, our father. Every desirable thing in Israel will be for you and your seed, and everything fair to look upon will you eat. And the table of the Lord your seed will apportion, and some of them will be high priests, judges, and scribes. For by their mouth, Will the holy place be guarded? When I awoke, I understood that this dream was like the former dream. I hid this also in my heart.
1: and did not tell anyone.
0: Chapter 9 Levi Learns the Priesthood
1: After two days Judah and I went up to Isaac after our father, and my grandfather blessed me according to all the words of the visions which I had seen. He would not come with us to Bethel. When we came to Bethel, my father Jacob had a vision concerning me, that I should become a priest unto the Lord. And he rose up early in the morning and paid tithes of all to the Lord through me. We came to Hebron to dwell there, and Isaac continually taught me the law of the Lord, even as the angel of God showed to me. Footnote W, 4Q213B He taught me the law of the priesthood of sacrifices, whole burnt offerings, first fruits, free will offerings, and thank offerings. Every day he instructed me and prayed for me before the Lord. He told me, Take heed, my child, of the spirit of fornication. Footnote X. Idolatry. For this will continue, and will by your seed pollute the holy things. Therefore, while yet you are still young, take a wife without blemish nor yet polluted, nor of the race of the Philistines or Gentiles. Before entering into the holy place, bathe. And when you offer the sacrifice, wash. And again, when you finish the sacrifice, wash. Of twelve evergreen trees, offer up the fruits to the Lord, as Abraham taught me. Of every clean beast and clean bird, offer a sacrifice to the Lord. Of every firstling and of wine, offer first fruits. Every sacrifice you will salt with salt. Footnote Y, 4Q214 and
0: 4Q214B Chapter 10 Levi to His Children My children, observe my commands. I have explained to you what I have learned from my fathers. I am clear from all your ungodliness and transgression which you will do at the end of the ages against the Savior of the world acting ungodly, deceiving Israel, and raising up against it great evils from our Lord. You will deal lawlessly with Israel, so that Jerusalem will not endure your wickedness. But the veil of the temple will be rent, so as not to cover your shame. You will be scattered as captives among the heathen, and will be for a reproach, for a curse, and for a trampling underfoot. FOR THE HOUSE WHICH THE LORD WILL CHOOSE WILL BE CALLED JERUSALEM, AS IS CONTAINED IN THE BOOK OF ENOCH THE RIGHTEOUS. CHAPTER eleven, LEVI'S CHILDREN Therefore I took Melchah as a wife when I was twenty-eight years old. She called our firstborn son Gershom, because we were sojourners in our land. Gershom means sojourning. But I saw that he should not inherit the blessing of the firstborn, Kohath was born in my thirty-fifth year, towards the east. Later, in a vision, I saw him standing high above all the congregation. Therefore I called his name Kohath, which means Beginning of Majesty and Instruction.
1: Thirdly, she bore Merari in the fortieth year of my life. Footnote Z, 4Q214A, Fragments 2 and 3
0: and since his mother bare him with difficulty, she called him Marari, which means my bitterness, because he also died.
1: Jacobed was born in my sixty-fourth year. Footnote AA, 4Q214A,
0: Fragments 4 through 6. In Egypt, for I was renowned then in the midst of my brothers. Chapter 12 Levi's Grandchildren Gershom took a wife, and she gave birth to Lomni and Semai. The sons of Kohath were Amram, Isar, Chebro, and Ozo. The sons of Merari were Muli and Homasi. In my ninety-fourth year, Amram took Jochebed, my daughter, to him to wife, for they were both born on the same day. Eight years old was I when I went into the land of Canaan, and eighteen years old when I slew Shechem. At nineteen years I became priest, and at twenty-eight years I took a wife. At forty years I went into Egypt. Behold, you are my children and grandchildren. In my hundred and eighteenth year, Joseph died. Chapter 13 Simplicity Now, my children, I command that you fear our Lord with your whole heart, and walk in simplicity according to all his law. Instruct your children so that they will understand all their life, reading unceasingly the law of God. For everyone who will know the law of God will be honored, and will not be a stranger wherever he goes. He will gain more friends than his forefathers did. Many men will desire to serve him, and to hear the law from him. Work righteousness, my children, upon the earth, that you may find treasure in heaven, and sow good things in your souls that you may find them in your life. For if you sow evil things, you will reap all trouble and affliction. Get wisdom in the fear of God with diligence, for though there will be a captivity, cities destroyed, and lands, gold, silver, and every possession will perish, no one can take your wisdom from you. Ungodliness leads to blindness and sin. THE WISE WILL MAKE FRIENDS OF HIS ENEMIES, EVEN IN A FOREIGN COUNTRY. IF A MAN TEACHES AND PRACTICES THESE THINGS, HE WILL RULE WITH KINGS, AS JOSEPH, OUR BROTHER, DID. CHAPTER 14: THE CORRUPTION OF THE LEVITICAL PRIESTHOOD NOW, MY CHILDREN, I HAVE LEARNED FROM THE WRITING OF ENOCH THAT AT THE LAST YOU WILL DEAL UNGODLY, LAYING YOUR HANDS ON THE LORD IN ALL MALICE. YOUR BROTHERS WILL BE ASHAMED BECAUSE OF YOU, AND ALL THE GENTILES WILL MOCK YOU. OUR FATHER ISRAEL WILL BE PURE FROM THE UNGODLINESS OF THE PRIESTS WHO WILL LAY THEIR HANDS UPON THE SAVIOR OF THE WORLD. PURE IS THE HEAVEN ABOVE THE EARTH, AND YOU ARE THE LIGHTS OF THE HEAVEN AS THE SUN AND THE MOON. WHAT WILL ALL THE GENTILES DO IF YOU ARE DARKENED IN UNGODLINESS? You will bring a curse upon our race, for whom the light of the world came, which was given among you for the lighting up of every man. You will desire to slay him, teaching commandments contrary to the ordinances of God. The offerings of the Lord you will rob, and from his portion you will steal. Before the sacrifice to the Lord you will take the choicest parts, in despitefulness eating them with harlots. Amid excesses you will teach the commandments of the Lord. The women that have husbands you will pollute, and the virgins of Jerusalem you will defile. With harlots and adulteresses you will be joined. The daughters of the Gentiles you will take for wives, purifying them with an unlawful purification. And your union will be like unto Sodom and Gomorrah in ungodliness." you will be prideful because of the priesthood, lifting yourselves up against men. Not only so, but being puffed up also against the commands of God, you will scoff at the holy things, mocking in despitefulness. Chapter 15 Roman Expulsion Therefore the temple which the Lord will choose will be desolate in uncleanness, and you will be captives throughout all nations. You will be an abomination among them, and you will receive reproach and everlasting shame from the righteous judgment of God. All who see you will flee from you. Were it not for God's promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, our fathers, not one from my seed should be left upon the earth. Chapter 16 Enoch's Prophecy I have also learned in the book of Enoch that for seventy weeks you will go astray, will profane the priesthood, pollute the sacrifices, corrupt the law, and ignore the words of the prophets. In perverseness you will persecute righteous men, hate the godly, and abhor the words of the faithful. The man who renews the law in the power of the Most High you will call a deceiver. Footnote
1: double B, Matthew seven sixty three at last, as you suppose,
0: you will slay him, not understanding his resurrection, wickedly taking upon your own heads the innocent blood
1: Footnote double C,
0: matthew twenty seven twenty five because of him, will your holy places be desolate, polluted even to the ground, and you will have no place that is clean but you will be among the Gentiles a curse and a dispersion until he will again look on you and in pity will take you to himself through faith and water. Footnote double D. A Return of the Levitical Priesthood Chapter 17 Jubilees Because you have heard concerning the seventy weeks, hear also concerning the priesthood. In each jubilee there will be a priesthood. In the first jubilee, the first who is anointed into the priesthood will be great, and will speak to God as to a father. His priesthood will be filled with the fear of the Lord, and in the day of his gladness he will arise for the salvation of the world. In the second jubilee, he who is anointed will be conceived in the sorrow of beloved ones. His priesthood will be honored and will be glorified among all. The third priest will be held fast in sorrow. And the fourth will be in grief, because unrighteousness will be laid upon him exceedingly, and all Israel will hate each one his neighbor. The fifth will be held fast in darkness, likewise also the sixth and the seventh. In the seventh there will be such pollution as I am not able to express before the Lord and men, for they will know it who do these things. Therefore they will be in captivity and for a prey, and their land and their substance will be destroyed. In the fifth week they will return into their desolate country and will renew the house of the Lord. In the seventh week the priests will come, worshippers of idols, contentious, lovers of money, proud, lawless, lascivious, abusers of children and beasts.
1: Footnote double priesthood becomes more and more corrupt till virtually no real priesthood exists in the eight to ten jubilees when the messiah comes.
0: Chapter 18 Messiah's Priesthood After the Lord punishes them, he will raise up to the priesthood a new priest, to whom all the words of the Lord will be revealed. He will execute a judgment of truth upon the earth in the fullness of days, His star will arise in heaven as a king shedding forth the light of knowledge in the sunshine of day, and he will be magnified in the world until his ascension. He will shine forth as the sun in the earth, and will drive away all darkness from the world under heaven, and there will be peace in all the earth. The heavens will rejoice in his days, the earth will be glad, and the clouds will be joyful. THE KNOWLEDGE OF THE LORD WILL BE POURED FORTH UPON THE EARTH AS THE WATER OF THE SEAS, AND THE ANGELS OF THE GLORY OF THE PRESENCE OF THE LORD WILL BE GLAD IN HIM. THE HEAVENS WILL BE OPENED, AND FROM THE TEMPLE OF GLORY WILL THE SANCTIFICATION COME UPON HIM WITH THE FATHER'S VOICE, AS FROM ABRAHAM, THE FATHER OF ISAAC. THE GLORY OF THE MOST HIGH WILL BE UTTERED OVER HIM and the spirit of understanding and of sanctification will rest upon him in the water. He will give the majesty of the Lord to his sons in truth forevermore, and there will be none succeed him for all generations, even forever. In his priesthood the Gentiles will be multiplied in knowledge on the earth and enlightened through the grace of the Lord. In his priesthood all sin will come to an end the lawless will rest from evil and the just will rest in him he will open the gates of paradise and will remove the threatening sword against adam he will give to his saints to eat from the tree of life and the spirit of holiness will be on them Belial will be bound by him, and he will give power to his children to tread upon the evil spirits. The Lord will rejoice in his children, and will be well pleased in his beloved forever. Then Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will be joyful, and I will be glad, and all the saints will put on gladness. Chapter 19 Levi's Death My children, you have heard everything. Choose for yourself darkness or light, either the law of the Lord or the works of Belial. We swore to our father that before the Lord we will walk according to his law. Our father said, The Lord and his angels are witnesses, as I am and you also, concerning your oaths. We said, We are witnesses. Levi ceased giving charge, laid down, and died, after he had lived a hundred and thirty-seven years. Then they laid him in a coffin, and afterwards buried him in Hebron, beside Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Commentary Levi 4 teaches that the Son of God will bring salvation, but the sons of Levi will destroy, crucify him. Levi 5 states that Levi has the priesthood until the Messiah comes. Levi 8 teaches there will be three priesthoods. The Messiah, a descendant of Judah, will fashion a new, Gentile-type priesthood. Levi 10 predicts that at the end of the age, the Messiah will come and the Levites will turn on him. The veil in the temple will be torn in two. That chapter also teaches that Enoch prophesied about the Jerusalem temple. Levi 14 says Enoch taught that the priests will turn on the Messiah. Levi 16 reveals Enoch taught a 70 weeks prophecy. Levi 17 maps out the priesthood's fall into corruption in jubilee periods, starting with the Maccabees' renewal to its complete corruption under the Romans. See the chapter on the prophecy outline for details. Levi 18 mentions the Messiah's priesthood, ascension, BAPTISM, SPIRITUAL GIFTS, AND SANCTIFICATION. TESTAMENT OF JUDAH CONCERNING FORTITUDE, THE LOVE OF MONEY, AND FORNICATION CHAPTER 1 JUDAH THE COPY OF THE WORDS OF JUDAH, WHICH HE SPOKE TO HIS SONS BEFORE HE DIED. THEY GATHERED TOGETHER AROUND HIM, AND HE SAID, I WAS MY FATHER'S FOURTH SON. MY MOTHER NAMED ME JUDAH saying, I give thanks to the Lord, because he has given a fourth son to me. I was swift and active in my youth, and obedient to my father in everything. I honored my mother and my mother's sister. When I grew up, my father Jacob prayed over me, saying, You will be a king, and prosper in all things. Chapter 2 Judah's Strength and Cunning the Lord showed me favor in all my works, both in the field and at home. When I saw that I could run with the hind, then I caught it, and prepared meat for my father. I seized upon the roes in the chase, and all that was in the plains I outran. A wild mare I outran, and I caught it and tamed it. I killed a lion, and plucked a kid out of its mouth. I took a bear by its paw, and rolled it over a cliff. If any beast turned upon me, I killed it like a dog. I encountered the wild boar, and overtaking it in the chase, I tore it. A leopard in Hebron leaped upon the dog, and I caught it by the tail and flung it from me, and it was dashed to pieces in the coasts of Gaza. A wild ox feeding in the field, I seized by the horns, and whirling it around and stunning it, I cast it from me and killed it. CHAPTER THREE THE Canaanite Wars. When the two kings of the Canaanites came in warlike array against our flocks and many people with them, I by myself rushed upon King Surah and seized him, and I beat him upon the legs and dragged him down and killed him. The other king, Tafuwe, I killed as he sat upon his horse, and so I scattered all the people. King Acre, a man of giant stature, hurling darts before and behind as he sat on horseback, I killed. For I hurled a stone of sixty pounds and cast it upon his horse and killed him. I fought with Acre for two hours, and I killed him. I split his shield in two and chopped off his feet. As I stripped off his breastplate, behold, eight of his companions began to fight with me. I used my garment as a sling and killed four of them. The rest fled. Jacob, my father, killed Beelze, king of all the kings, a giant in strength, twelve cubits high. Fear fell on them, and they ceased from making war with us. Therefore my father had no care in the wars when I was among my brothers, for he saw in a vision concerning me that an angel of might followed me everywhere, that I should not be overcome. CHAPTER FOUR. WAR IN HEBRON In the south we faced a greater war than that in Shechem. I joined in the battle with my brothers and pursued a thousand men. I killed two hundred of them and four kings. I went up against them on the wall and killed two other kings. And so we freed Hebron and took all the captives of the kings. CHAPTER FIVE. Erida, Tafu Destroyed. On the next day we departed to Erida, a strong, walled, and inaccessible city that threatened us with death. Therefore Gad and I approached on the east side of the city, and Reuben and Levi on the west and south. Those who were upon the wall thought that we were alone, and charged down upon us. Our brothers secretly climbed up the wall on both sides, by ladders, and entered into the city while the men did not know it. We took it with the edge of the sword. We set fire to the tower, and took both it and those who had taken refuge there. And as we were departing, the men of Tafu set upon our captives. We and our sons fought with them, even to Tafu. We killed them, and burnt their city, and spoiled all the things that were in it. Chapter 6 Jobel and Maker Destroyed When I was at the waters of Chuseba, the men of Jobel came to battle against us, and we fought with them. We killed their allies from Selim, and we allowed them no means of escaping or of coming against us. The men of Maker came on the fifth day to carry away our captives. We attacked them and overcame them in fierce battle, for they were a mighty host in themselves. We killed them before they had gone up the side of the hill. When we came to their city, their women rolled stones on us from the brow of the hill on which the city stood. Simeon and I hid ourselves behind the town, and seized the heights, and utterly destroyed the whole city. Chapter 7. More Canaanite Wars The next day we were told that the cities of the two kings with a great host were coming against us. Therefore Dan and I feigned ourselves to be Amorites, and went as allies into their city. In the middle of the night our brothers came, and we opened the gates for them. We destroyed all the men and their substance, and we took for a spoil all that was theirs. We knocked down three of their walls. We drew near Tamna, where all the hostile kings took refuge. Having been injured, I was angry and chased them to the top of the hill. They shot stones and darts at me. If Dan, my brother, had not helped me, they would have been able to kill me. Therefore we fiercely attacked them, and they all fled. Going round the other way, they sought out my father, and he made peace with them. Therefore we did them no harm, but made a truce with them, and restored to them all the captives. I built Tamna, and my father built Rambael. I was twenty years old when this war happened, and the Canaanites feared me and my brothers. Chapter 8 Judah's Wife and Children Moreover, I had many cattle, and the chief of my herdsmen was Hera the Adullamite. When I went to him, I saw Burson, king of Adullam, who made us a feast. He entreated me and gave me his daughter Bathshua for a wife. She bore me Ur, Onan, and Shelah. The Lord struck two of them, and they died childless. But Shelah lived, and you are his children. Chapter 9 Esau Slain For eighteen years, after we came from Laban in Mesopotamia, we and our father lived in peace with his brother Esau and his sons. After this, in the fortieth year of my life, Esau came against us with many strong people. He fell by the bow of Jacob.
1: Footnote double F. Jubilees 38 has the same story, but the Talmud and Jasher tell a different story of Esau's death. One of the texts is corrupted. Most likely one deals with Esau's death and the other deals with the death of one of Esau's sons
0: and was taken up dead in Mount Seir. As he went above Aramna, he was slain. We pursued the sons of Esau. They had a city with walls of iron and gates of brass. We could not enter it, so we encamped around it and besieged them. When they did not open to us after twenty days, I set up a ladder in the sight of all. With my shield on my head, I climbed up, assailed with stones of three talents' weight. I climbed up and killed four mighty men. The next day, Reuben and Gad entered in and killed sixty others. Then they asked for terms of peace. Being aware of our father's purpose, we received them as tributaries. They gave us two hundred cores of wheat, five hundred baths of oil, and fifteen hundred measures of wine until we went down into Egypt. Chapter 10 Tamar After these things, my son Ur took to wife Tamar from Mesopotamia, a daughter of Aram. Now Ur was wicked, and he doubted concerning Tamar, because she was not of the land of Canaan. On the third night, the angel of the Lord killed him, because he had not known her according to the evil craftiness of his mother, for he did not wish to have children from her. In the days of the wedding feast I espoused Onan to her. He also in wickedness refused to know her, though he lived with her a year. When I threatened him, he lay with her, but he did the way his mother told him, and he also died in his wickedness. I wanted to give Shelah to her also, but my wife Bathsheba would not allow it. For she hated Tamar, because she was not of the daughters of Canaan, as she herself was. Chapter 11 Shelah. I knew that the race of Canaan was wicked, but the thoughts of youth blinded my heart. When I saw Bathsheba pouring out wine, in the drunkenness of wine was I deceived, and I fell in love with her. While I was away, she went and took for Shelah a wife from the land of Canaan. When I realized what she had done, I cursed her in the anguish of my soul, and she also died in the wickedness of her sons. Chapter 12 Judah Sleeps with Tamar After these things, while Tamar was a widow, she heard after two years that I was going up to shear my sheep. Then she decked herself in bridal array and sat by the gate of the city, for it is the law of the Amorites that she who is about to marry sit in fornication seven days by the gate. I, therefore, being drunk at the waters of Kozib, recognized her not by reason of wine, and her beauty deceived me through the fashion of her adorning. I turned aside to her and said, I would enter into you, and she said to me, What will you give me? I gave her my staff, and my girdle, and my royal crown. And I lay with her, and she conceived. I then, not knowing what she had done, wished to slay her, but she secretly sent my pledges, and put me to shame. When I called her, I heard also the secret words which I spoke when lying with her in my drunkenness, and I could not slay her, because it was from the Lord. For I said, In case by accident she did it in subtlety, and received the pledge from another woman. But I came near her no more till my death, because I had done this abomination in all Israel. Moreover, they who were in the city said that there was no bride in the city, because she came from another place, and sat for a while in the gate, and she thought that no one knew that I had gone into her. After this, we came into Egypt to Joseph, because of the famine. I was forty-six years old, and I lived there seventy-three years. Chapter 13 Greed, Pride, and Fornication Now, my children, in whatever things I command you, listen to your Father, and keep all my sayings to perform the ordinances of the Lord, and to obey the command of the Lord God. Do not walk after your lusts, nor in the thoughts of your imaginations, in the haughtiness of your heart. Do not glory in the works of the strength of youth, for this also is evil in the eyes of the Lord. For since I also gloried that in wars the face of no beautiful woman ever deceived me, and upbraided Reuben my brother concerning Billa, the wife of my father, the spirits of jealousy and of fornication arrayed themselves within me, until I sinned with Bathsheba the Canaanite, and Tamar, who was espoused to my sons. I said to my father-in-law, I will counsel with my father, and so will I take your daughter. He showed me a boundless store of gold in his daughter's behalf, for he was a king. He decked her with gold and pearls, and caused her to pour out wine for us at the feast in womanly beauty. The wine led my eyes astray, and pleasure blinded my heart, and I loved her, and I fell. And transgressed the commandment of the Lord, and the commandment of my fathers, and I married her. The Lord rewarded me according to the thought of my heart, insomuch that I had no joy in her children. Chapter 14 Deception of Alcohol My children do not be drunk with wine, for wine turns the mind away from the truth, kindles the passion of lust, and leads the eyes into error. Fornication uses wine to create fantasies for the mind. These two take away man's power of self-control. If a man drinks to a state of drunkenness, his mind becomes filled with filthy thoughts of fornication. And if the woman is present, he sins without a second thought. Such is wine, my children. A drunkard respects no one. It also made me heir, so that I was not ashamed of the multitude in the city. I turned aside unto Tamar, in front of them all, and I sinned. And I uncovered the covering of the shame of my sons. After I was drunk with wine, I disobeyed God's commandment and took a Canaanite wife Therefore, my children, whoever drinks wine lacks discretion. Here is discretion. Drink only as long as you can be decent. If you go beyond this point, the wine deceives your mind and works evil. It makes the drunkard talk filthily, transgress, and not be ashamed. It even causes him to glory in his dishonor, believing he has done well. Chapter 15 FORNICATION in slaves He who fornicates and uncovers his nakedness has become the servant of fornication, and cannot escape its power, and I also was uncovered. For I gave my staff, the symbol of my tribe, my girdle, the symbol of my power, and my crown, which is the glory of my kingdom." THEN I REPENTED OF THESE THINGS, AND TOOK NO WINE OR FLESH UNTIL MY OLD AGE, NOR DID I BEHOLD ANY JOY. AN ANGEL OF GOD SHOWED ME THAT WOMEN ETERNALLY BEAR RULE OVER KINGS AND BEGGARS ALIKE. THEY TAKE AWAY THE KING'S GLORY AND THE VALIANT MAN'S STRENGTH, AND THEY TAKE FROM THE BEGGAR EVEN THE LITTLE THAT KEEPS HIM FROM POVERTY. Chapter 16, Moderation Therefore, my children, observe moderation in wine, for it brings out four evils, lust, wrath, rioting, and greed. If you drink wine in gladness, with humility, and with the fear of God, you will live. If you do not drink with humility, and the fear of God leaves you, then comes drunkenness and pride sets in. Even if you never drink, guard yourselves, lest you sin in words of outrage, fighting, or slander, transgressing the commandments of God, or you will perish before your time. Moreover, drunkenness causes you to divulge the mysteries of God and men to unbelievers, just as I revealed the commandments of God and the mysteries of Jacob, my father, to the Canaanite, Bathsheba, to whom God forbade to declare them. Wine is also a cause of war and confusion. Chapter 17 Judah's Charge I charge you, therefore, my children, not to love money, nor to gaze upon the beauty of women. Because for the sake of money and beauty I was led astray to Bathsheba the Canaanite. I know that because of these two things... MY DESCENDANTS WILL FALL INTO WICKEDNESS. EVEN WISE MEN AMONG MY SONS THEY WILL MAR, AND WILL CAUSE THE KINGDOM OF JUDAH TO BE DIMINISHED, WHICH THE LORD GAVE ME BECAUSE OF MY OBEDIENCE TO MY FATHER. FOR I NEVER DISOBEYED A WORD OF JACOB, MY FATHER. I DID EVERYTHING HE COMMANDED. ABRAHAM, MY GREAT-GRANDFATHER, BLESSED ME THAT I SHOULD BE KING IN ISRAEL, AND ISAAC FURTHER BLESSED ME IN LIKE MANNER. I know that from me will the kingdom be established. Chapter 18 The Books of Enoch I have also read in the books of Enoch, the righteous, the books of Enoch and his fathers, what evils you will do in the last days. Guard against fornication and the love of money. Listen to your father, for these things separate you from the law of God. Blind the understanding of the soul. Teach arrogance. AND TAKE AWAY YOUR COMPASSION. THEY ROB YOUR SOUL OF ALL GOODNESS, BIND YOU IN TROUBLES, TAKE AWAY YOUR SLEEP, DEVOUR YOUR FLESH, AND HINDER THE SACRIFICES OF GOD. THEY CAUSE YOU TO FORGET THE BLESSING, IGNORE THE PROPHETS, AND TROUBLE YOU WITH UNGODLINESS. YOU CANNOT SERVE THESE TWO PASSIONS AND OBEY THE COMMANDMENTS OF GOD, BECAUSE THEY BLIND YOUR SOUL. AND MAKE THOSE WHO WALK IN THE DAYTIME LIKE THEY WERE WALKING IN THE NIGHT. CHAPTER 19. GUARD AGAINST YOUR WEAKNESSES My children, the love of money leads to idolatry, because when money leads men astray, they talk about false gods, and it causes them to fall into madness. For the sake of money, I lost my children and only through repentance, humbling my soul, and the prayers of Jacob my father I found forgiveness. The God of my fathers, who is pitiful and merciful, pardoned me, because I did it in ignorance. The prince of deceit blinded me, and I was ignorant in my humanity, being corrupted in sins, and I learned my own weakness, while thinking myself unconquerable. Chapter 20 TRUTH OR ERROR Learn, therefore, my children, that two spirits wait upon man, the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Among them stands the understanding of the mind. Truth and error are written on the hearts of men, and the Lord knows each one. There is no time that the works of men can be hidden from him. Each man must decide deep within his own heart whether to be true or not. THE SPIRIT OF TRUTH TESTIFIES ALL THINGS, AND ACCUSES ALL. HE WHO SINS IS DESTROYED BY HIS OWN HEART, AND CANNOT RAISE HIS FACE UNTO THE JUDGE. CHAPTER 21 OBEY LEVI MY CHILDREN, LOVE LEVI, THAT YOU MAY LIVE. DO NOT REBEL AGAINST HIM, OR YOU WILL BE UTTERLY DESTROYED. THE LORD GAVE ME THE KINGDOM, AND HIM THE PRIESTHOOD, AND HE SET THE KINGDOM BENEATH THE PRIESTHOOD. HE GAVE ME THE THINGS UPON THE EARTH, BUT TO HIM THE HEAVENLY THINGS. AS THE HEAVEN IS HIGHER THAN THE EARTH, SO IS THE PRIESTHOOD OF GOD HIGHER THAN THE KINGDOM UPON THE EARTH. THE LORD CHOSE HIM ABOVE YOU TO DRAW NEAR TO HIM, AND TO EAT OF HIS TABLE AND FIRST FRUITS, EVEN THE CHOICE THINGS OF THE SONS OF ISRAEL and you will be to them as a sea. For as on the sea, just and unjust are tossed about. Some are taken into captivity, while others are enriched. So also will every type of man be in you. Some are in jeopardy and taken captive, and others will grow rich by means of plunder. Those who rule will be as great sea monsters, swallowing up men like fishes They will enslave free sons and daughters. They will plunder houses, lands, flocks, and money. With the flesh of many, they will wrongfully feed the ravens and the cranes. And they will go further in evil, advancing in greed. There will be false prophets, like tempests, and they will persecute all righteous men. Chapter 22 Judah's Seed is King Forever The Lord will bring divisions on them, one against another, and there will be continual wars in Israel. Among men of another race will my kingdom be brought to an end, until the salvation of Israel will come, until the appearing of the God of righteousness, that Jacob and all the Gentiles may rest in peace. He will guard the might of my kingdom forever. For the Lord swore to me with an oath— THAT MY KINGDOM SHOULD NEVER FAIL FROM ME, AND FROM MY SEED, FOR ALL DAYS, EVEN FOREVER. CHAPTER 23 SINS OF HIS CHILDREN I am much grieved, my children, because you will sin against the kingdom with lewdness, witchcraft, idolatry, and by seeking those who have familiar spirits. You will make your daughters singing girls and harlots for divinations and demons of error. AND YOU WILL BE MINGLED IN THE GENTILE POLLUTION. FOR THESE THINGS THE LORD WILL BRING ON YOU FAMINE, PESTILENCE, DEATH BY THE SWORD, AVENGING SIEGE, DOGS FOR RENDING ENEMIES TO PIECES, REVILINGS OF FRIENDS, DESTRUCTION, BLINDNESS, CHILDREN SLAUGHTERED, WIVES CARRIED OFF, AND POSSESSIONS PLUNDERED. THE TEMPLE OF GOD WILL BE IN FLAMES, and your land desolated. You will be enslaved among the Gentiles, and they will make some of you eunuchs for their wives. Whenever you return to the Lord with humility of heart, repenting and walking in all the commandments of God, then will the Lord visit you in mercy and love, bringing you out of the bondage of your enemies. Chapter 24 The Messiah After these things will a star arise to you from Jacob in peace, and a man will rise from my seed, like the son of righteousness, walking with the sons of men in meekness and righteousness, and no sin will be found in him. The heavens will be opened above him to shed forth the blessing of the Spirit from the Holy Father. He will shed forth a spirit of grace on you, YOU WILL BE TO HIM SONS IN TRUTH, AND YOU WILL WALK IN HIS COMMANDMENTS, THE FIRST AND THE LAST. THIS IS THE BRANCH OF GOD MOST HIGH, AND THIS IS THE WELL-SPRING UNTO LIFE FOR ALL FLESH. THEN THE scepter OF MY KINGDOM WILL SHINE FORTH, AND FROM YOUR ROOT A STEM WILL ARISE. IN IT WILL ARISE A ROD OF RIGHTEOUSNESS TO THE GENTILES, to judge and to save all that call upon the Lord. Chapter 25 The Resurrection After these things will Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob arise unto life. I and my brothers will be chiefs, even your scepter in Israel. Levi first, I the second, Joseph third, Benjamin fourth, Simeon fifth, Issachar sixth, and so all in order. The Lord blessed Levi with the angel of the presence, me with the powers of glory, Simeon with the heaven, Reuben with the earth, Issachar with the sea, Zebulun with the mountains, Joseph with the tabernacle, Benjamin with the lights of heaven, Dan with the fatness of earth, Naphtali with the sun, Gad with the olive, Asher... There will be one people of the Lord, and one tongue. There will no more be a spirit of deceit of Belial, for he will be cast into the fire forever. Those who have died in grief will rise in joy. Those who have lived in poverty for the Lord's sake will be made rich, and those who have been in want will be filled. Those who have been weak will be made strong, and those who have been put to death for the Lord's sake will awaken life. The hearts of Jacob will run in joyfulness, and the eagles of Israel will fly in gladness. But the ungodly will lament, and sinners all weep, and all the people will glorify the Lord forever. Chapter 26 Judah's Death My children, observe the whole law of the Lord. there is hope for all those who follow his way correctly. Today I die, a hundred and nineteen years old. Let no one bury me in costly apparel, nor tear open my bowels, for this is what kings do. Carry me up to Hebron with you. Judah, when he had said these things, fell asleep, and his sons did according to all that he commanded them. And they buried him in Hebron with his fathers. Commentary Judah 21 warns that false prophets will arise and persecute the righteous. Judah 22 says that Messiah is from Judah's line and will bring salvation. Judah 23 sees a vision of the temple of God in flames.